it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, this is EJ Holland with the Wolverine.com, and I'm here alongside my co pilot, Zach Libby. We are back with another episode of the Wolverine Live Recruiting Show. We're going to talk about Jaden Davis's commit. We're going to, well, we're already having technical difficulties, which is not fun. Uh, we don't have a producer yet. So uh, I'm not really sure what's going on, but hopefully you guys can see us and hear us. And hopefully they will supply us with a producer soon. Um, that's going to be very annoying. So for the, <laughs> nobody can know this, but me, but I can hear my own voice in my headphones on a delay. and It's very, very infuriating. But anyway, let's go ahead and start off the show with a message from one of our sponsors. Vitamin Energy. Vitamin Energy is our new go-to source to get a boost during the day. Keep it loose and drink Vitamin Energy. It's a powerful, naturally caffeinated energy shot that nourishes your body with vitamins, supports healthy weight loss, and boosts energy for seven plus hours with no jitters or sugar crash. It's naturally caffeinated. It's gluten-free. It has zero sugars, no jitters or crash. It supports gut health. It's energy with benefits. Check out Vitamin Energy at vitaminenergy.com and use the promo code WolverineBogo. You buy one, you get one free with promo code WolverineBogo over at vitaminenergy.com. All right. It looks like we already have a super chat from Shane Johnson. And just a reminder that we have i i'm just gonna like remove this headphone <laughs> yeah, i'm just gonna do the whole show like this I, I don't know what's going on with the audio um give me a moment guys i'm just gonna disconnect well now ej can't be heard okay well okay. now I can hear you all right great all right. Looks like we have uh, gotten rid of the technical difference. Well, never mind, because you can hear the uh, back delay on here. Again, guys, apologies for the technical difficulties. Um, not really sure what's going on, but we'll just try to power through it and go ahead and go with Shane Johnson with a 199 Super Chat, and he says... Who do you think is the highest rated wide receiver that Jaden Davis can convince to join him in 2024 at Michigan? Zach, I will let you attack this first while I try to figure out my audio issues. I mean, in terms of highest ranked on, on three, he has an opportunity to get Myla Graham out of New Haven, Indiana. Um, number two wide receiver in the country, ranked five star on the industry rankings. Um, but in terms of more realistic options, I think the highest rank would be Gatlin Bear, who, you know, has blown up social media this past two weeks with his track times. 
So in terms of what, if we're going to base highest rankings on, on three, it's going to have to be Gatlin bear. And I think EJ just went off the, went off the podcast. Um, all right, we're going to go through this alone. So in terms of other, in terms of other wide receiver targets, obviously we have a Marion Stewart who just visited Michigan twice in the past week, including for the spring game. Um, he has told EJ, you know, he's back on. All right. So he told you, EJ, with Amari on the Michigan still at his top. Um, you know, they've known each other for years, going back to their time, playing in all-star games together. Um, obviously, Channing Goodwin is um, still teammates with Jane Davis at Charlotte Providence Day, and we both have predictions for both of him. And then there's others. Uh, Ryan Wingo out of St. Louis, you know, there's knowing that Michigan has a quarterback that could sway things. Nitro Tuggle out of South Bend, Indiana, who visited Michigan um, earlier in March. Uh, I think that could sway a little bit. Um, there's others. Bradell Richardson, who out of Tampa, Florida, that Ron Bellamy has gone after quite, you know, has made him a top-tier target. Um, and he visited back in June. And I know we've both talked to him, and he wants to get back up there soon. So I think the effects of wide receiver recruiting, and this is something I wrote about earlier today, Wide receiver recruiting, I think, will have a large effect in how Michigan grabs their targets based on what Michigan – based on Michigan grabbing Jaden Davis. So if you're back on, EJ, you can answer the question too. I literally can't hear anything but a bunch of voices in my head. It's like Zach Libby is repeating himself nonstop in my, in my headphones. <laughs> So I don't really know what to do right now. Um, Zach, why don't you start talking about Jaden Davis's commitment and just run the podcast for now while I remove myself and you can handle the podcast while I try to figure this out. So Jaden Davis obviously committed to Michigan. Zach, take it away. Yep. So big news on Friday, last Friday, having Michigan get their top quarterback, their true option, the guy who Michigan put all their eggs in one basket for most of the 2024 cycles, finally at Michigan. I mean, in terms of how big of a win this was, I mean, Michigan backed themselves out of the corner essentially by getting the guy that they wanted the most. Uh, he committed about two weeks after he last visit, took a visit to Michigan, which was in mid-March where he was greeted by new quarterbacks coach, Matt Kirk Campbell, um, you know, we've talked about, you know, Mich Jane Davis pushing it and pushing it back his date. But I think the opportunity to finally meet face to face with Campbell after talks over the phone, seeing how Campbell conducts himself with the quarterback room in meetings and on practice. And I think just getting the family, um, the, the family blessing, I guess, and get, exceeding their expectations as well. And that just goes back to everything that we've talked about, Kirk Campbell being the going above and beyond what he's done on the trail this year. So, I mean, since he was hired back in January. So overall, I think this was, you know, this is just another domino effect in how Michigan will do in recruiting trail this fall, this fall, this summer, and this spring. I mean, clearly we have more guys on the radar who might join the Wolverines with this Friday being Andrew Sprague's commitment date. Um, there's others on the offensive line who are expressing high interest. And I think the effects of how Michigan can get, got their quarterback early 
um, several months before National Signing Day. I think it's just huge from an overarching perspective in their efforts to be the number one recruiting class in the country because right now they're top five, so they're on their way. Um, are you back? Are you back on now? <laughs> I am back on now, and it looks like the audio issues have been resolved. I, I should be hired as a professional producer at this point since I was able to fix the issues during the show. Uh, but it was, you know, like those like horror movies where, like, the the person's just hearing a bunch of voices in their head, and it gets like really, really loud. Like that's exactly what it was like in my headphones, and even when I unplugged them, like. It was like multiple Zach Libby's were coming out of the computer audio. So it was a gigantic mess, but you guys don't want to hear about my audio issues. We are back and we are ready and we have a nice super chat from Clayton Safey, whoever that guy is. And he uh, says was huge for Michigan to get Jaden this spring. So he's excited about Jaden Davis's springtime decision and going back to Shane Johnson's super chat since I was, you know, messing with the uh, headphones and stuff. I do think that, uh, Jaden Davis can convince quite a few receivers to join him. I'm not sure if there are any like super highly touted guys out there. Uh, maybe a Breedell Richardson, uh, an on 300 prospect who was, who was at one point part of the Cam Newton organization. So there's a tie there, but obviously, you know, he'll be very helpful with top wide receiver targets like Channing Goodwin, Jordan ship and Amari on Stewart. Uh, but in terms of Jaden Davis's commitment itself, I mean, like, even though I don't uh, have Jaden graded in the same way as uh, three of the four services, I do have him graded in the same way as on three, probably around the number 105 overall prospect in the country. I think Jaden does have some limitations in terms of height. He is about six foot and a half, and he's not a true mobile quarterback but at the same time he fits what Michigan does he has a great command of his high school offense which is more pro style and a little similar to what Michigan does he um, has great leadership ability really good poise in the pocket great footwork as well um, adequate arm strength so if you're picking a destination based on fit i think michigan i mean i think davis picked a good destination in michigan i think he can you know do very very well at michigan i feel like people get caught up in you know the five star versus the number 105 ranking and it's yeah i mean everybody wants a five star quarterback um but the number 105 overall prospect in the country is still very 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 talented that's still an elite type of prospect um so yeah i still think Jaden davis is a great land and more importantly you know this was such a huge need this cycle coming after off back-to-back cycles where michigan didn't land a true quarterback they took more project takes and Jaden denegal and alex orgy and followed that up with kendrick bell last year after missing out on dante moore so it was absolutely crucial to seal the deal with Jaden davis uh there was a lot of you know rumors and buzz throughout the cycle and I think it finally came down to that last visit and meeting Kirk Campbell and I think Kirk Campbell's just done a really good job since arriving in Ann Arbor not only did he help close with Jaden Davis and obviously he has assistance from Jim Harbaugh which is 
always great since Jim played quarterback and is known as a quarterback guy. And he played a, a big factor with Jaden. I still think it was great to see Kirk Campbell personally involved there, showing off personality, uh, being able to connect on a personal level. And he's carrying that into the 2025 cycle with Bryce Underwood and Ryan Montgomery and Cutter Bowley and others. So I think those were some of the bigger takeaways for me as Michigan you know, finally found a true quarterback, the first since J.J. McCarthy, who's already going to be a junior. It's kind of wild to say that Jaden Davis is Michigan's first true quarterback since that time. Um, and then also just, again, Kirk Campbell being uh, very active, being a clear improvement over Matt Weiss, which, you know, I guess it also makes Matt Weiss look bad since Kirk Campbell didn't really have any experience coming into uh, taking this job in terms of recruiting, you know, when he was a staffer at Michigan, he didn't do a ton of recruiting when he was a staffer at Penn state. He didn't do a ton of recruiting, even as the OC at old dominion, he didn't do a ton of recruiting. So for him to come in, be as aggressive and effect and as effective and personable as he's been, uh, is definitely a big plus. Um, Let's, let's go ahead and talk about some guys that Jaden Davis can help with. Uh, we're going to talk about Channing Goodwin and Jordan Ship here uh, in this next segment and talk a little bit about their own individual recruitments. But, Zach, who are some other guys that you feel like Davis could help the Wolverines uh, land here in the near future? I mean, I don't know if you heard while you were fixing your – <laughs> microphone of all the guys that I just named as wide receiver, but um, you can do that, that group. Um, I'll, I'll specifically do tight ends and offensive line. Um, obviously, Brady Brescorn is the first one to mention uh, top eight that was released prior to his last visit, which, you know, if you are on Twitter, you saw the fact that he was pictured alongside uh, Javis, Blake Frazier, and Jordan Marshall um, with the Michigan staff, which went viral. So I think that geared up a lot of fans. And the fact that there are two commits in that photo, I think that just revved up the excitement. But, you know, obviously, Brady Priestcorn is, I think, for a six foot six and 235 pound frame, he is about as lethal as a route runner as you can get. Um, you know, he plays at one of the more tough for divisions, the Michigan High School Athletic Association. So he doesn't play against bums. You know, he's actually going up against troops one talent I think just his mismatch will give Michigan just a uh, a versatile weapon whether in line or stretched out um, I think I think it goes hand in hand with wide receivers as well I think with pre-score knowing that Michigan has its quarterback that will do well so he perceives Michigan moving forward I mean clearly Ole Miss and Miami and Tennessee Penn State Ohio State Alabama Georgia I mean these are all schools going after him in the top eight but I think his relationship with Grand Newsome and now closer with Jane Davis is only going to help in terms of the offensive line I mean you know we've talked to Luke Campbellton and Ben Roebuck and you know the guys were already committed and they're excited to be blocking for Jane Davis and I think there's others that are expressing high interest that want to do the same um, Blake Frazier uh, you know we're going to keep mentioning his name but legacy recruit four star from Austin Texas uh, visited again two weeks ago, uh, just dropped the top five with Michigan. And I think we're both pretty confident where Michigan stands. Another guy, Max Anderson, another four-star, but an interior option from Texas, uh, dropped a top eight or top seven, 
one of those two recently. And uh, I think it's a safe to assume that Michigan's going to get one of the official visits in June. And then the final guy, Andrew Sprague out of Kansas City, um, he just tweeted about a couple hours ago that he's going to commit this Friday. Uh, so we have this is that's less than a week after he attended Michigan spring game. Um, it was around Robach, Jordan Marshall, um, all the other commits that were there, like Zach Ludwig and Hogan Hansen. So um, there's, 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 it would be kind of a shock if Sprague isn't in the group um, heading into this weekend. So I think, I think it just goes hand in hand with how offensive players, you know, regardless if they have a direct connection with quarterbacks or not, it's just they want to play for a leader and they want to play for a guy who fits the culture. And I think we've both in agreement that Jane Davis fits in. So I'll let you go with wide receivers. You know, I already mentioned them, but you can go for it. Definitely. So uh, just really quick programming note, guys, I see you all uh, making comments. I'm getting them popping on the screen. I'm still learning uh, the producer side of things, but um, we are not answering questions unless they are super chats. I will be back tomorrow to answer all questions in the uh, Q&A show. But if you do want your question answered tonight uh, by myself and Zach, you can definitely hit the super chat button like Shane Johnson, who says, uh, Graham would sure be lovely. We can't seem to get the five-star wide receiver. So Shane Johnson, big shout out to you, uh, continued supporter. That super chat money goes directly to our travel budget, allows us to see recruits around the country. Um, I feel like I keep throwing things to you, Zach, but you are the uh, Mylon Graham guy. You just saw him on the road. It does appear that Ohio State is trending in that recruitment. Should there be any reason for optimism from Michigan fans? I mean, it would be based on what Mylan has said verbatim, like on the record with me, like it would be that Michigan will get at least a visit, like an unofficial visit at some point. I mean, he is about two hours away from Ann Arbor itself. So he has the availability. He was supposed to be on campus in early in March, but uh, things out of his control wouldn't allow him to do that. So there's there's clearly prioritization from Ron Bellamy. Um, I think Mylan, Mylan has seen his communication with Bellamy skyrocket um, since his first visit, which occurred in Jan- late January. Um, how Bellamy conducts himself over the phone and in person. I mean, he told me that he's one of those coaches where just him as a person, you know, you just want to play for a guy like him. I know that he's sort of been leaning to Ohio state and all these predictions to Ohio state are, are keep coming through, but I still think Michigan will at least get a visit. I, I still, I mean, it's for sure. They're definitely not in the lead at this point. There's a lot of work to be done, but I think visits like that can really at least um, have a little bit of optimism that maybe Michigan can pull it off, but you know, why Ohio state is wide receiver you and, um, you know, they've already gotten Jeremiah Smith, and I think pairing him with Mylon Graham would just be ecstatic for that fan base. So it's just it, they're working from the ground up. But, you know, with Ron Bellamy as the lead recruiter, you mean anything can happen. So Shane Johnson uh, comes in with another super chat. It's the Shane Johnson show tonight, and he says, James Peoples or Jordan Marshall, who is better and F Ohio? Uh, I will say Jordan Marshall is the better back. I think that uh, James Peoples 
is a nice back, but they're certainly not getting the next coming of J.K. Dobbins out of Texas. I think it's a quality land, but I think Jordan Marshall is the better back. I think Michigan has a chance to even get a better back out of Texas in Taylor Tatum. But if you're comparing Peoples to Marshall, I think Michigan came out on the winning side there. I know Ohio State fans on social media tried to downplay losing Jordan Marshall to Michigan since they landed James Peoples, but I mean, it was a blow. <laughs> Everybody kind of knows that. Jordan Marshall is, you know, the the guy in the Midwest. He's the guy in Ohio. I mean, that was a tough one for Ohio State to lose, and I think, um, you know, they settled for uh, Peoples. Zach, yeah. do you want to take it? There was a lot of goalposts moving on social media with that argument. Um, I think it's just clear as day that Marshall was their top target and Michigan was Mark Marshall was Michigan's top target and Michigan won out. Definitely. All right, guys, let's get back on topic. Um, we are moving on to our next segment. We're going to talk a little bit about Jordan ship and Channing Goodwin, uh, two wide receivers at Providence day school, the favorite pass catchers of new Michigan quarterback commit Jaden Davis, and I'm going to, I guess, just give a brief rundown of each, and then, Zach, you can kind of, you know, chime in with any thoughts, but I still, well, before I give my thoughts, we had a super chat come in from Jason Moose, and he says, don't tell OSU fans that they think Peoples is better. Um, Well, I think OSU fans are going to be in a bit of denial if they think that, uh, Peoples is the the better prospect. So shout out to you, Jason Moose, for contributing your two dollars. All right, um, let's talk about Channing Goodwin, Jordan Ship. Like I said, the two Providence State wide receivers. I think things are still trending well with both. Definitely with Channing Goodwin. I mean, this is a legacy recruit. His father, Jonathan, not only played at Michigan. He played with Ron Bellamy, who is the lead recruiter for Channing Goodwin as the wide receivers coach. He also played for Jim Harbaugh in the NFL and um, made a Super Bowl appearance with the San Francisco 49ers wearing my nice shirt today. Um, he uh, you know, has been very pro blue throughout this entire recruiting process. I, I do think you know, Goodwin's father would like him to make the best decision, but it's clear as day that, you know, there's still a special place for the university in in that family's heart. So I think that things are still trending well with Channing Goodwin. He was back on campus for spring practice, and I think Goodwin will always have his spot at Michigan. Jordan Ship is definitely a really interesting uh, recruitment. I think the Carolina schools have done a fantastic job of recruiting him and trying to convince him to stay close to home. North Carolina and NC State uh, still very much concern me. Um, you know, it's not often Michigan loses battles to an NC State or North Carolina, but with them being close to home and the relationships they've established with SHIP over the last few years, I think that they are legitimate contenders. And then you're having some more SEC schools show some interest. Uh, SHIP was just at Tennessee George has been in contact as well. Ship has been having a really strong offseason. I've been extremely impressed with, you know, my in-person eval. I went out and saw him play seven on seven in Myrtle Beach and then just some of the other clips I've seen on social media as well. So I think Ship has been one of the more underrated wide receivers in the country. So it's no surprise he's attracting more interest. Still, I feel like Michigan continues to be in a good spot. The addition of Jaden Davis 
will only help. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, Michigan is the superior program when you're looking at Michigan versus the in-state schools. Ron Bellamy's done a great job with the relationship aspect. Ship has been to Michigan on plenty of occasions, including this spring as well. So, yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't be surprising to see Michigan uh, have a, a wide receiver trio by the end of summer of Goodwin, Ship, and Amarion Stewart, who actually played in an All-American game with Jaden Davis when they were freshmen uh, and Stewart was back on campus for the spring game and has been considered a lean. So any uh, additional thoughts on Goodwin and ship? Zach? Yeah. I mean, I know they've been asked a lot, maybe more than once from both of us, I guess just the distance factor when you're comparing NC state and UNC pushes to Michigan. But like, if you really look at it, like a flight from Detroit, to Charlotte, like there's direct flights on Delta and that's only like less than two hours. And they've mentioned that before, just because of how many times they've been up to Ann Arbor, that it's not exact. I mean, it's not like this, they're not going out of their way to Michigan. Like it's pretty easy access. So I think the distance factor, it doesn't play at a disadvantage to Michigan. Um, I think the only disadvantage is just, you know, Bellamy's recruiting, how he's recruiting both of these guys and as like a package deal and wanting their chemistry to bode well at Michigan. I mean, Joker Phillips at NC state, like if you ever read articles about Goodwin or ship, like about NC state, like Joker Phillips gets talked about a ton. Like I've like the name of the South Carolina edge recruiter is like off the, I can't think of the top of my head, but like, I think of him like with Nicholas Harbor, the same way, like, I think the way he's been able to connect with Goodwin and Ship from a close proximity, I think it's just allowed the Wolfpack to stay in this. And But I still have a prediction for Goodwin. I have no plans of changing that. I still don't really know about Jordan Ship, a prediction for him yet. So I think it's just more of who ends up prioritizing him, I guess, or has the better bond. I think that's that, that stands a lot with what they're looking for at this point. And both Ship and Goodwin do plan to release their top schools list soon. I would assume that Michigan makes the top group for both of those guys as well. Um, we are going to move on to our third topic, but before we do, I want to bring you guys another message from uh, another one of our sponsors, Lewis Jewelers. It's a great time to give them a shout out. They can help you find a perfect diamond ring, whether you're getting married or, you know, you just want to show off some bling. You can stop by Lewis Jewelers, your diamond store, and so much more since 1921 before they had planes that could commercially fly and we couldn't get out on the recruiting trail. <laughs> um, you can visit them at their new location at 300 South Maple Road, Ann Arbor, or online at lewisjewelers.com. That's lewisjewelers.com. Lewis Jewelers, where Ann Arbor gets engaged or the world gets engaged. You can just purchase your jewelry over on the internet, which also, fun fact, did not exist in 1921. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the final segment. I'm just all over the place since I had those audio issues, man. Those like hearing Zach's voice five times in my brain really messed with me uh, in a bad way. But <laughs> let's go ahead and <laughs> go, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on 
to our final subject, and that is the spring game. And no, not the uh, actual spring game, recruiting takeaways from the spring game. Michigan had another strong group of visitors on campus this weekend. Zach, you were uh, on the field for the spring game, got to see some of the recruits in action, got some photos, all that good stuff, and help get some reactions. So what were some of your biggest takeaways from the spring game on the uh, the fact that every commit in the 2024 class who was there was making a concerted effort to make their own unique pitches to the top targets who were uncommitted, who were also there. Um, you take a look at guys like Jeremiah Beasley, um, Andrew Sprague, um, Bennett Warren, um, Marion Stewart, you know, all these um, priority key targets. And I don't think they really had time to breathe considering the fact that Ben Roebuck and Jordan Marshall and Jacob Oden and Hogan Hansen and, um, you know, Zach Ludwig, like all these guys were. Oh, like, no, Zach, breaking news. Mylon Graham has committed to Ohio State per my Hayes Fawcett alert. So there you I go. I just got it, too. <laughs> so for Shane Johnson, who had the super chat earlier about Mylon Graham, he is off the board and has committed to Ohio State, so Michigan will have to look elsewhere for elite wide receiver targets. So he's sorry to te- interrupt you. Well, he's not technically off the board. We still have until December. Hey, you never know. He could uh could flip. Who knows? But never. uh will be a tougher one, but we'll go back to <laughs> uh to this to the spring game takeaways. Please continue. Okay, so we're, yeah, so Zach Ludwig, all these guys who were um, in a little circle, like, I guess, like, you know, they were not to themselves, but they were very adjoined to the hip. And that was just good to see. Um, you know, you, you, you're around, you're around them a little bit more, I guess, closer just because it's a spring game. And it's not like in regular season games, like beforehand, Michigan, you know, they'll just bring like the entire town of Ann Arbor around the sidelines. So you can't like, you can't walk around at all, but like at the spring game, like everyone was in the stands. So it was really parents, recruits, um, guests of the recruits and obviously photographers. So it was, you can get like a little bit more, I guess um, it, it was more inclusive, not inclusive. It was more, you're, you're more in tune with what they're doing and what they're interacting and um, what they're saying. Um, the conversations really weren't like, um, formal pitches like it was just like trying to make sure that they these targets belong they were wanted um, they were appreciative of the fact that they were there on campus and I think it was just for the guys who weren't committed just to hang out with guys who could be their future teammates in terms of personality standpoint like Ben Roebuck and Jordan Marshall and Ted Hammond like these guys are so out there and like they want them to know like they're they're so what's the word they're so outgoing in nature like they're 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 smiling they're happy they're laughing it's just good to see that you know these guys who are already on board want more guys like them and i think the spring game made it um an opportunity to do so just because of how the setting was like it wasn't just the outside noises weren't there compared to the fall. Like it's a spring game and see everyone's together. It's just having a good time watching a formal scrimmage. 
I think in terms of how players assisted the coaching staff of recruiting the players, I think they couldn't have done a better job than what they did on Saturday. So some of the biggest takeaways for me is obviously Andrew Sprague coming out of the visit has set a commitment date. He released that today. He is set to make a decision on Friday. I have a prediction in. Zach, do you have a prediction in? Yes. Okay, so we both have predictions in. Uh, I put mine going into the weekend, and I think Michigan did enough this weekend to seal the deal. So I feel pretty confident about where the Wolverines stand with Andrew Sprague. Uh, coming out of that visit, and as you guys should know from our recruiting draft show, I am very high on Andrew Sprague. He was part of my team that absolutely destroyed Libby's team on the popular vote. So a uh, big, big fan of Andrew Sprague and would be a monster land. I mean, uh, literally six foot eight, 280 pounds, a guy that can add 30 more pounds to his frame and be a true left tackle. I'm really excited about um, Andrew Sprague and, and his decision Friday. Some other takeaways for me were Bennett Warren uh, was kind of kind of came out of nowhere in in, a, in the sense of trending towards Michigan. I guess you know we knew of Bennett Warren, especially with me being a Texas guy. Obviously, he picked up a, an offer a couple months ago. He attended Texas Junior Day the weekend before the spring game. And, you know, I talked to some guys that, uh, that I still know on the beat uh, for Texas and believe it or not, I didn't have any bad blood with any of my fellow Texas reporters, (laughs) but um, anyway, I uh, talked to some of those guys and, you know, they, they kind of gave me the heads up that the Michigan visit was coming, but there wasn't really a lot of momentum in terms of Michigan and uh, the, you know, the Wolverines just knocked it out of the park this weekend. I think Warren was super just happy to do interviews, really excited to talk about Michigan, even said on the record that the Wolverines had the lead. So now you're kind of in a in a rich man's problem if you're Sharon Moore, because what do you do with numbers? I mean, you have two commitments already in Luke Hamilton and Ben Roebuck. You are trending well for Andrew Sprague, who's about to decide. You're trending well for Max Anderson, who could make a summer decision. You're trending well for Blake Frazier, who could make a decision at any point after releasing his top five here. Um, you want to take a true center this cycle, and now you have Bennett Warren as well. You still have some elite guys like Michael Uini and Brandon Baker on the board. So it's crazy the amount. It's not crazy because Michigan's come off uh, back-to-back uh, Joe Moore award. So you would expect success recruiting along the offensive line, but uh, the amount of guys that Sharon Moore has legitimately interested in committing. Uh, I mean, just kudos to him. He's done a fantastic job. And Bennett Warren, I think is, is one that just popped up as a potential guy that could hop on board. And, you know, the cool thing about Bennett Warren is he's not a native Texan. So the weather didn't really bother him. He told me he likes the cold just like me. Uh, but he's, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I hate the sun. Zach is more of the uh, sunshine guy here. But anyway, uh, Warren has lived in New York. He's lived in Baltimore. He spent a lot of his childhood in North Carolina. He actually still has a North Carolina cell phone number. So it's not like he's a guy that's tied to the regional programs like Texas or Texas A&M. In fact, I was telling Zach from my time covering Texas if Texas A&M Ford Ben kid, it's like percent likely they'll get a Ford Ben kid. But with uh, 
with Bennett Warren not being a true Fort Bend kid or a true Texas kid, I think the chances are really high for Michigan. He isn't close to making the decision. At least, you know, that's not what he said. He, he does want to take his decision into the summer. He already has two official visits scheduled with Oregon and Oklahoma. He did tell me that Michigan will get an OV. And so I still really like where the Wolverines are treading with Bennett Warren coming out of the visit. And then the uh, last takeaway for me is Marion Stewart back-to-back visits has already been to Michigan so many times. I know Marion wants to take his decision into the summer, but uh, man, it just seems like he's such a heavy lean at this point. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he does make a decision sooner, especially with uh, with Davis committed now. I know he was a little concerned about the future of the quarterback position, but I think those questions have been answered now with Davis committed. And like I mentioned earlier in this show, they played in an FBU All-American game when they were freshmen, so they already have um, – they already have a a tie there and I'm sure Davis has been working on Stewart already. So those were some of the bigger things that came out of the spring game. Um, And and Jeremiah Beasley is. Oh yeah. Jeremiah. Jeez, man. Jeremiah Beasley. So uh, I had a great interview with Jeremiah over at the Wolverine.com, which we haven't plugged at all. You can sign up today for just $29.99 until August 31st for exclusive recruiting information. But I had a great interview with Jeremiah Beasley. Um, It was odd person that texted me, but uh, Jeremiah Beasley had a, a lot of great things to say about his Michigan visit uh, for the spring game. It seems like the Wolverines are building up a lot of momentum there. I'm still a little concerned about Michigan state and normally I, I wouldn't be, I mean, Michigan state is really falling off from a recruiting perspective, but his half brother Malik Carr does play for the Spartans. There has been some pressure for him to go to Michigan state in the past. The Spartans are getting very, very desperate um, on the recruiting trail. So I know they do whatever they can to get Beasley to, uh, to pick Michigan state. I mean, Mel Tucker's under a lot of fire. They lost their, um, their Instagram coach and Brandon Jordan. So there's a lot, uh, going on at Michigan state right now, and it's not very positive. So I know they're going to turn up the heat as much as possible with Beasley. With that said, I mean, Beasley fits Michigan. It's a superior program. And, you know, he's now visited twice over the last, you know, what was it, three and a half weeks? So he's Two really, weeks. yeah, so he's really getting familiar with Chris Partridge. He had a lot of great things to say about the relationship he's built with him. So, you know, Beasley's still planning to take his decision into the summer. So official visits could be key, uh, but still really uh, like where the Wolverines are trending. All right, Zach, the time has come to pretty much end the show. Do you have any uh, bad food takes left before we get out of here? I don't have any bad food takes, but I have a bad sports take. The Knicks just got the fifth seed in the playoffs. So if you're a betting man, I would predict them to win the championship this year. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't follow the NBA, so I cannot give any comments. I was hoping you'd make your case for strawberry jelly over grape jelly. That's not even an argument. Like, no one likes grape jelly. <laughs> no one. <laughs> this is coming from the Little Caesars guy. I uh, mean, jelly's jelly, but, like, if I had to pick one, it's got to be strawberry. Like, that's why I said it backfired, because everyone else, even, like, SMU's athletic director even commented, like, on your post. Like, it, you're, I think you're just, you're, you're in your own little island on that argument. 
Well, I think grape jelly is traditional. It is the best jelly, and I stand by that. And I'm sure the people in the comments would agree. So make sure to leave your comments below on the jelly argument. That is it for our show. I will be back tomorrow with the normal Q&A. See, look at that. Malachi saying grape jelly is fire. There we go. Um, and saying that your comments about strawberry jelly are blasphemy but probably talking about the knicks <laughs> either or but <laughs> wait anyway. wait there's a no, look at that comment though strawberry jelly is better no strawberry michigan jelly rick says grape jelly no Mike who is, says who is this guy look at look at this guy theodore dodge going with apricot like what you're is just that? skipping everyone who says strawberry um no i am not give them the love <laughs> i don't see any strawberry <laughs> at all what is he talking about all right uh appreciate you guys for joining us as always subscribe to the wolverine.com for 29.99 for all your recruiting news uh like i said we are still without uh a producer so i am having to produce this show and that's why i'm pretty off and have audio issues so hopefully we get that resolved soon look at this uh great comment here by <laughs> brian southern grape jelly all day we um, see you mikey we see you we see your comments mikey says strawberry jelly is ron bellamy but guess what grape jelly is jim harbaugh later guys <laughs> <laughs> it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.